baby, Brandon D. Adam. We're going to shine today because it's week 13. And mm-hmm. guess what, Brandon? We got two weeks left until the playoffs. So this is do or die. And I, yeah. listen, I would say this is almost like a free square week. Last week, of course, because it was Thanksgiving, there was no teams on by. This week, there's only two teams on by. They got the Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers, it's kind of like who cares? Cardinals, obviously, there's Kyler. There's a few notable players. But for the most part, yeah. it's a wide-open slate. So talking about our flex plays today, Brandon, we got some good ones. We got some good ones. Yeah. And, and you, know what? you know why this is my favorite time of year, Brandon? Why? Because not only are we entering the Christmas season, I, I like to get into the Christmas spirit. It's fun. But this is also crunch time in fantasy football, right? It's It's crunch time because it's really much post after Thanksgiving. It's do or die time in your fantasy leagues. You're either in it, fighting for a spot, or it's DFS time, which DFSArmy.com, really good website. Go check it out on VIPs. We had another, uh, we had a a second place finisher in the Millie Maker this week, Brendan. $100,000. So our our members are just cashing it in right now. I couldn't imagine doing that. That sweat must have been brutal. Oh my God. Honestly, like, dude, in my fantasy football leagues, like, I couldn't watch – like, there's games on Sunday night. Like, I had Jalen Hurts going last week. I couldn't watch the game. I just couldn't do it. I ended up losing by a point, which killed me. But, uh, yeah, like, I, it's at the point now where I just get so upset that I can't do it. So, DFS, man, like, it's a different sort of constitution. But, Brandon, man, I haven't had you on the show. How you doing? How you feeling? I feel good. I've been back. Sorry, man. I, I went out to L.A., played some hockey, and, and then I – Unfortunately, on the flight home, brought back some uh, nasty stuff and got sick and got the whole family sick. We had to cancel Thanksgiving. Mm. Ended up being That's a cool. yeah, it was bad. Um, it sucks, but we did pretty deep. We we got second place in our tournament. We lost in uh, overtime, six six overtime. Um, in a shootout, we lost in the shootout. But uh, your boy. Turned it on towards the end of the game. We were down, um, scored to tie it up uh, at five, and then two minutes late with two minutes left, got the the I thought the game clinching uh, assist to my homie Declan, and mm-hmm. uh, and then thirty seconds later, heartbreak. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just it's, that's just how hockey is, and yeah. you know, it, it so, uh, yeah. one that squeaked through, man. So for our listeners that don't that don't know, Brandon's actually he plays competitive. It's sledge hockey officially, right? Yes, yeah, sledge hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Sledge. I, yeah, you can say both. Sledge, sledge, sledge. You know what's funny? So like you play competitive hockey. Um, our guy Flex Matt, who used to be uh, with the Flex Network show, he mm-hmm. did, used to do competitive MMA fighting, and then Mike just has like quads of steel and does like lifting. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just some dude behind a microphone, man. I got nothing behind me, but uh, you hey. guys are representing on the athletic side. But listen, let's represent for our people because it is still a critical week. We have some really important flex decisions. And Brandon, give me your number one flex play on the week. Locked, loaded, stamped by Brandon D. Adam. It's the dog, the return of the dog. The George Pickens is returning to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and he is going to go off back in where he used to go to college and um, with the University of Georgia. He's going to be matched up against A.J. Terrell, which is he's a he's a number 46 coverage rating in uh, by pro pro player profiler. And I feel like this guy is just coming on hot. And with with uh, Deontay Johnson not be, being who he usually is, this team is looking for somebody to take that that number one role and take on that you know 
that game-changing role. And I think this guy, George Pickens, is a complete alien. And I think he might come down. If you take a peek at his uh, schedule coming down the 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 rest of the season, man, he's going to have himself a, a Monroe-type end of the year um, heading into next year. So he's going to be coming in hot. And I feel like in Georgia, he's going to prove something that he was a stud. He's a superstar. He really yeah. is. And honestly – Honestly, the Atlanta Falcons are terrible at defending the wide receiver ones of teams. They've actually given up. Uh, they've given up 14 top 24 wide receiver performances this year. Um, they just can't stop anybody. So George Pickens is a guy that is starting to see a little bit more volume. He's getting around six targets per game in the last month. Um, I could see him getting a little bit more since it's home, a little bit of home cooking. Mike Tomlin might throw a few more his way. So I feel like he's going to get in the box this, this week and he's going to get around 80 to 100 yards. Um, I just feel like he's going to he's going to make big time plays this week. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Plays. So when we, were, we, when we were chatting about your plays before the show started here, just the fact that Deontay Johnson is a very good wide receiver who has yet. Mm-hmm. He, ladies and gentlemen, shocking stat <laughs> of the season. Deontay Johnson has not scored a touchdown yet this yeah. season. Now, he was very close on a number of occasions, including last week. But he hasn't been able yep. to get in the box. And we've seen with Kenny Pickett that he's honing in on George Pickens, which, I mean, listen, yep. Pickens is a monster. There's a reason they got rid of Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Pickens is the real deal. Uh, I still find it interesting that, like, Deontay Johnson on the season still has a 24% target share. Even last yeah. week where he didn't do much, he still had a 25% target share. So when you look at the numbers, the peripherals, it looks like Deontay should be good, but he's not. And then – yeah. It's just those explosive plays that George Pickens can have. And then he, he just got this nose for the end zone. And I, I love that the, the the comeback narrative going back to George or going back to Atlanta, going back to Georgia. Yes. It's gonna be just it's 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 cool. Um obviously Georgia won the national championship last year. George Pickens played in that game. He didn't do much because he was still recovering from the I believe it was yep. an ACL ACL that he suffered yep. the previous year in college, but man. I love George Pickens as a player. Yes. I love him this week going up against Atlanta. I like the fact that it's going to be a high-scoring game. It should be a high-scoring game. And someone, listen, I'll, I'll kind of eat, I'll eat my words a little bit here, Brandon. I, I was not big on Kenny Pickett. I listen. I thought he'd be an okay middling level quarterback. I know you were high on him. Um, mm-hmm. I know Mike was high on him. I was the only guy who was a little bit reluctant to go all mm-hmm. in on him. But it seems like he's growing. You know, he's getting those those. He's getting those tough reps. He's getting those growing pains. And, and it's one of the reasons yes. why like having a player like Trey Lance sit for an entire season, you have to get the real in-game action to really improve. Yep. And we're starting to see with Kenny Pickett. So I love George Pickett. I think he's a super reliable play. Um, mm-hmm. I got a question for you. If you've got Deontay Johnson in your season-long leagues or even in DFS, is he? can you even play him at this point? Like, Obviously, it's all about which options are, but yeah, playable. Honestly, I have him in a couple leagues. I'm sitting him in one and starting him in the other because I have to. Um, I have zero confidence that he's going to actually get in the box. Um, but, yeah. you know, at some point he's got to break through. Like he has to break yeah. through. He's too talented. We, 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 we both know he's a talented guy. He, he, he has all the routes in the, in, his, in, in the route tree that you need to be successful NFL wide receiver. And he's done it before. Like it's just, a, it doesn't make any sense what's happening right now. And I feel like, I just feel like Kenny Pickett just feels comfortable pick ins and mm-hmm. it's, and he's just locking in on 
pickings a little bit. And I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping – I think with the return back to Georgia, he's going to be the, the number one target this week. Um, yeah. But who knows? Like with everybody thinking pickings – they might it might be Deontay. Who knows? Like, but that's how it is. But that 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 it's all about baby. options, baby. It's all about options, so, and you know I can't Chris yell Rock at you, skit, right? Him. Yeah, you've heard you've heard that Chris Rock skit, right? Which one? Man's loyalty is all about his options. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, okay, I got a question from. So he's saying it's totally. I'm assuming it's he, possibly she. Totally not the FBI, which that sounds like a very FBI thing to say. You're yeah, not the FBI, but you really are. So they're following me. They're following me, dude. They're checking in go. on me, dude. They're watching the, uh, <laughs> the controversial Brandon Adam brother. All right, so you have needed help all season. So not the FBI. They've already started Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, so they have to decide on two. Saquon, hundred percent. You're starting Saquon always, right? Duh. So then it's a question between Travis Etienne, Zonovan Knight, bam, Knight, Christian Watson, and Kyron Williams. So of Etienne. this set, it's got to be Etienne if he plays. Look, yeah, dude. Bam Knight did very, very well last week. Uh, Michael Carter is doubtful, so he's not going to play. But it's still a pretty tough matchup going up against Minnesota. Did you, did you see what Mike White was wearing at his presser this week? No. He was wearing a Ty Johnson t-shirt this week that's, at his presser that's that's and well, the people people forget like james robinson was a healthy scratch last week and yeah that's crazy when james robinson's played he's looked good right right like, he's not like, us so i don't understand i think, it, I think it's scratch. attitude i think it's at, dude i'm telling you robert solid does not give a shit if you come in there with any kind of attitude to mess up with the culture he will he he will make you pay like he is that kind of coach where he doesn't give a shit about your talent. Like he yeah. he wants you to be in line and be a part of the team. And James Robinson was definitely vocal about not playing. So I could that's why he got the healthy scratch. And I another shot across the bow by the coach, man. This guy has no fucks given about about well, what I mean, players think. So so here's the thing that's interesting to me, and, and we're going on a total tangent. Let, let's just answer this question first. So it's, it's, it's Saquon and it's ETN if you play, yes. right? Like for sure, right? Now, ETN. If, if ETN doesn't play by some miracle because they're playing games in Jacksonville, then my next option would be Christian Watson is who I would start. Kyron Williams, man, I'm not starting any Ram. Hell no. Hell no. Maybe, although one of my tight end streamers, if you have the balls, guts to do it, is, is Tyler Higby this week. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I'm starting. I'm starting ETN after Saquon, and then if ETN doesn't go by some miracle, I'm starting Christian Watson. Good luck. Let us know how you do because yeah. you know. Pedersen uh, said he's he's good. Pedersen said he's good to yeah. go. Like he's not worried about yeah. him at all. Yeah, exactly. But just going back to the Jets, okay? So Zach Wilson obviously was benched last week. Uh, we we all agree that it was probably an attitude type thing. The kid needs to grow up a little bit. He's only had yeah. two losses on the season. Isn't that shocking? He's had he's five and two on is his record on the season. And both of his losses were against the Patriots. Now the Patriots don't look good, but you know, they have this ability to hone in on certain teams. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, Zach's not a rookie, but he, he's basically a rookie. Right? He's a rookie. He a lot of last season. Yeah. Mike White's the dog, man. He's just, Mike White so is good, good to not give this job up, dude. Do you think, over. do you think he's keeping it? Like, like period for the rest of the year? Jets, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude. Like be in a position to draft the quarterback next year. 
Dude, I'm telling you what, like the Jets could pull some kind of trade out where they get rid of Wilson in the draft. And I just feel, I feel like Zach Wilson is just not taking any step progressing. Like he really isn't. And I, I, I liked his talent. I, I'll admit it hundred percent. Like he has the, all the talent in the world, the arm talent. He can throw from different platforms. It's just like, he can do like the wow stuff, but he can't do the mundane consistency yeah. throws. He can't make those consistency throws. And that is to me, that comes down to just pure mechanics and just being lazy. And mm-hmm. it feels like this kid has give, been given everything in his life to succeed. He's like always been given everything and he just hasn't earned it. And I think that's mm-hmm. what Robert Sala is doing to him right now is he's trying to treat him like, you know, like you got to earn your way, man. Like you can't just I come hope. in here and throw, throw picks every freaking game and keep playing. Yeah. I, I, I hope for Zach Wilson's sake, he, he learns from this opportunity because it really is an opportunity. Right. And that he does develop because he has the raw talent to be good. Mm-hmm. He just needs to put the his mindset into it. But um, this is a really interesting thing. So again, going back to this, he was commenting the fact that he's been overthinking it and he's looking more of a GPP type mindset versus mm-hmm. a season long. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get into that trap, right? Where, especially if you play both DFS and a season long game where you're like, okay, well, this guy has massive upside. Oh, it's very, very sneaky. But then it's like, you got to get back to basics. And I generally, cause we play in a, a lot of leagues, right, Brandon, you could just mm-hmm. toil over a lot of these start sit questions. Generally speaking, you want to play your studs. You play your mm-hmm. stud, you play your stud. Sometimes the matchup doesn't look great. You play your stud. When you overthink it, sometimes you're going to be right. But it tends to be like a 10 to 15% success rate, right, when, you, when you're doing this. Like, don't overthink it. Play your studs. And I get it's different when your stud's injured. Like, that's when it really becomes challenging and ETN is injured. But it sounds like, I mean, again, the narrative was he could have come back in the game last week. He was, he was cleared. Um, I like the fact that they were – I mean, it, it actually lost me a matchup. But I like mm-hmm. the fact that they were – careful with him because it was right. the foot originally they right. said it wasn't the same foot but then then they came on it was it, peterson said it was the same foot so i'm glad that they did it but don't overthink things man like if he's in if he's healthy hey they were careful think, last week so why would they not be careful this week think about it i mean if you're if you're going back and forth about matchups and studs or or sleepers who are you willing to go down with the ship like that right now every yeah. win counts to get into the playoffs and who are you willing to go th- sit through the summer and be like, man, I can't believe I freaking started Kyron Williams over Travis Etienne. Yeah. Like I will yeah. not be that guy. <laughs> like no. I will play Etienne. Like that's just how yeah. I am. And I'm willing to sit. I'm willing to do it. Spoiler alert, Brandon. Well, Kyron Williams isn't that good. He's okay. Oh, He's fine. You think? He's not that you good. Think? Okay. I'm going to go with one more question here. Uh, Mark, we're going to get your question after this, but we're going to oh, go Bali. I'm going to get my flex play. Then we're going to come back to some of these questions. But a flex question from our guy, Bali. Swift, Zay Jones, he's got the rib injury and Zonovan Knight. He's starting Jamal Williams. Of course, you have to start Jamal Williams. This one's tough for me, man. But I'm probably going to lean – because you're starting Jamal Williams already, I'm probably going to lean Zay Jones here. Um, Mm. He had like a career game yesterday – or last week, excuse me. You're you're, 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 – okay, Brandon, who would you – we just start here. I, it's a tough question. This dude, tough. this is a 
this is the first week. Swift has no injury designation. I don't know. Like they they have a role where he gets a lot of pass work and and he's a, if it's a PPR league PPR machine, I go Swift. Um, that guy is too talented, man. He's got to yeah. break out sooner or later here. And you the guy's too talented. Just the fact that he's starting Jamal Williams for sure, which I agree with. I get you. Yeah, I get. Yeah. It. I, I I go full blown. I've done it. I've done it myself, where I've started both of them. And well, it's and just, just to add something with the, with the whole Zay Jones thing is that obviously, like Christian Kirk, he's going to be fed, right? I, like, yep. shocking. Another shocking stat of the season: Christian Kirk is the number ten wide receiver. Yeah. He's being drafted as a wide receiver forty. He's number ten. So yeah. I mean, all the money a, in, in PPR. Follow the money. Um, and then you were saying Marvin Jones, man, like, yes, he's going back against Detroit. He's got this little revenge narrative. He's being phased out of the game because Zay is starting to step up, but mm-hmm. maybe they try to give a little bit of love to Marvin Jones, which takes a little bit away the luster from yep. Zay. Again, this might be the definition of overthinking it, but, um, I'm probably, cause I kind of want to see it first with Swift. I'm probably leaning Zay. Um, yeah, I hear you. The ribs worry, worry me a lot. You're leaning Swift. So both those guys probably over over Zonovan Knight. Um, yeah. Probably. So, yeah. Uh, brother, we got to talk about one of my favorite. Yeah. Play, plays you, let's please, please. So weak because it's another rookie. He was drafted by those New York Jets mm-hmm. playing with the stud himself, Mike White. But I love, I love, I love Garrett Wilson this week going up against Minnesota. Yes, sir. And Okay, so the game as a, as a whole, it has a 44-point over-under, okay? Mr. Garrett Wilson has a 22% market share on the season, but last week with White, he had 25%, which means we know that White is going to target Garrett Wilson. Yes, Elijah Moore had, had a breakout last yes, week. Yes, fine. I about him. It's not Finally. his fault. I know, but I talked a lot about him on the, on the waiver show this week. Love Elijah Moore. He still only had two targets. He got I know, two for two, got the touchdown. Garrett Wilson's that dog, okay? Michael Carter is injured. That's how you beat the Minnesota Vikings, Brandon. It's through the, through air. the damn air, okay? Mm-hmm. Minnesota is the stone worst team through the air in terms of PPR points to wide receivers, okay? And then when you look at that 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 differential, 76 of the pr- percent of the production, Brandon goes to the outside wide receiver, which is exactly where Perfect. Mr. Garrett Wilson likes to play. Now, here's here's a little crux to this whole narrative, right? For these players to, to really get a shootout, typically what you want is a high-scoring game, right? Minnesota, they can do it down on the ground with Dalvin Cook. They can do it through the air with Justin Jefferson. But the Jets are actually the worst matchup through the air in terms of PPR points to the wide receiver. So the question is, can they break through? Mr. Sauce Gardner's a stud, man. Dude. Guess what? Here's the thing. What do we talk about earlier? So you start your studs. Justin Jefferson's doesn't matter who he matches up against. Doesn't matter. He's going to be able to produce. So I like the fact that this could be. I, this is a game where I would actually like the over, mm-hmm. because Minnesota can put up points and the Jets can put up points. And listen, typically we generally defer to the defense when it's a studly defense versus a studly offense. But when it's Justin Jefferson, I think he's going to be able to put up points. And guess what? Patrick Peterson, who is likely going to be the one covering Garrett Wilson, he's he, he psyched. He's actually like the 29th ranked cornerback in the league right now, which is which is actually respectable. It's better than when he was in the previous years. He's been in the media this week talking shit about um, about Kyler, but yeah. I mean, listen, listen, that, that kind of bugs me. That rubs me the wrong way. But he, ain't, Patrick Peterson, ain't the same dog that he used to be. He still got that name brand. Exactly. Garrett Wilson, he, he's gonna have a fucking game, baby. 
Yeah, he's going to have 10 targets and go absolutely nuclear. I, I 100% agree with you. I, yeah. I, I feel a, a big game coming in for Garrett Wilson. Uh, I, I'm 100% there with you. I actually was looking at him for, for a flex play. I'm glad you said it too. Yeah. Because he, he, he deserves baby. recognition. With Mike White, dude, like Mike White has has it in him to just, just feed it to Wilson. He'll fit balls in there that – Shouldn't yep. be thrown, but he has faith that his guys are going to go get it. Um, Zach Wilson won't pull the trigger unless it's absolutely open. Um, he, that is, that's what Mike White has over Zach Wilson. Uh, Mike yep. White, will he understands what NFL open is, and Zach Wilson does not. Um, that that he, Zach Wilson's used to that Brigham Young uh, Pac-12 <laughs> open. And yeah. like, it's just, you know, where he's, where they got like five yards of separation and he can throw it wherever he wants, but it's yeah. just, you know, I, I, Garrett Wilson's a superstar. I, I kind of yes. missed on him. I missed on him a little bit. I should have been higher on him. It's not like I had him super low in my ranks. I had wow. him fourth, but yeah. you know, I, I, I should have, I should have known better. Um, I probably just didn't like the fact that trash man liked him so much. So I just kind of just <laughs> yeah. had to fade him just yeah, because yeah. I was exactly. being being a dick but it's just what it is you know sometimes and i think wilson has a monster one of those monster games where he has a chance to get in the box twice to be honest love it love it love it okay we're getting a ton of questions in the chat here brendan all right Um, let's talk let's talk about mark so he's got a first question are you starting aaron Rodgers going up against chicago which he owns chicago don't forget about this or are you playing mike white Mm. this one's tough because aaron Rodgers he's had one quarterback one performance all season and I think yeah. it was like QB 10, right? So, but he's also playing Chicago. Yeah, they suck. And again, he owns Chicago. So he could easily throw. I'm good with that. I'm good with, I'm good with Rodgers over Mike White. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's close. It's close. This one's super close, Mark. I, I just because of the fact that Aaron Jones is healthy, Christian Watson's healthy, Alan Lazard's healthy, um, they've got a full complement of players coming into this game. And again, they just are so good against Chicago. And Chicago's defense is is, is hot trash. We saw yeah. Mike White last week put up They're points so against bad. Chicago, right? They're so, so bad. I, this one is one where I'm going to defer to Aaron Rodgers. I love playing Mike White whenever I can, but in this one, you got to go with Aaron Rodgers. And then which RB two? I think so. You just need one. Oh no, sorry. He need, no, it needs two out of three. So Damian Pierce, who's got a sick matchup going up against uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that this is Jeff Wilson. That one's yep. a tough one, and and Rashad White, but but uh, Lenny Lenny's gonna be playing, so I'm gonna go yeah. with uh, Pierce and probably Wilson. I I would probably lean Wilson to Wilson's. He looks good, man. Uh, he does. Raheem Mostert's supposed to play as well, but uh, he's Wilson's, still banged up. Yeah, he's still a little banged up. I'm yeah, I agree. I, I'm leaning Wilson and Pierce on this one. Good good luck, brother. Okay, we got another one from Bali. I uh, need a flex. Drake London, I like the matchup there. Zay Jones or Kareem Hunt. Listen, if 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 Zay is healthy, I think I'm playing Zay in this matchup. Man. Zay, you've you've been you talking about Zay all I like, morning. I like so. Zay this week. Well, because we're getting yeah. questions. He's he just had a I, oh I know no week. no even yeah. before the show we were talking about yeah. it. I because I pointed out Marvin Jones's matchup and he almost threw up. So I mean, you said <laughs> <Yeah>. Zay Jones. <laughs> so I I I I'm I, I'm going with you, Zay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I I like obviously Drake London, but. He's getting like five targets a game. It's Dude, Marcus Mariota sucks so Marcus bad. Mariota sucks so bad. Yeah, go go with Zay Jones on this Dude, one. Dude, there's no yak ability. Drake London was known for yak, right, in college. 
The ball placement by Mariota has fucking Drake London falling to the ground immediately because he has to adjust to bad throws. Once this guy gets a decent quarterback that he can get on the run with, explosion with volume, uh, with production. Oh, I yeah. guarantee that's coming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, where would you, just a high level, where are you viewing Drake London in Dynasty right now in terms of wide receivers? Like, is he at, without naming every single player, he's probably right around that wide receiver 12, 13, right? Yeah, I have him, I, I probably have him at like 14, 15. Yeah, that's 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 where that's immediately where my head went right there was 14, yeah. 15, I heard, somewhere around there. So you're a USC guy. Oh, you yep. love you. Um, mm-hmm. Anecdotally, I heard this question on another podcast. Amon Ra St. Brown or Drake London in Dynasty? Amon Ra. That's the right answer. That's the right answer. All <laughs> it's right. It's not even close to me. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Love it. Uh, we got Mark coming in here hot with an interesting question. He's got T Higgins versus Kansas City. You're starting T always. Amari Cooper versus Houston, definitely. Or Christian yes. Watson versus the Bears. I think you got to go T. You got to go Amari, man. Yep. So what's interesting is that Deshaun Watson's coming back this week, Brandon. And yes, there's been some shows that have talked about it. But there Nobody's isn't talking really about as it. much media coverage as I would have expected. And I think that's by design. I think yes, the NFL is basically saying, do not bring attention to this. Let's not resurface this old bullshit. But listen – Houston kind of sucks, right? Dude, he Mark Cooper's a dog. Derek Stingley's pretty damn good, though. That rookie corner is damn good. But yeah. we're talking about a technician route runner in Amari Cooper that's been in this league for a long time. So I he's gonna make his plays. He's got a top seven quarterback in the league right now, throwing the ball to him. And you got a motivated Watson mm-hmm. going back playing against his uh his old team, dude. I can see Watson going off for like 300 yards and three tuds. Like this yeah. guy has got some pent up aggression <laughs> and I could yeah. totally like, like, and he's not getting his massages anymore. So like he needs to, he's gotta, he's gotta, he's gotta release the tension. He's gotta release the tension. And I, I just feel this guy is going to go absolutely nuclear. And mm-hmm. honestly, that's a guy that I might play in some DFS plays this week because nobody's talking about him. The guy is uber talented, and he's got a white, a legit wide receiver one with him in Amari Cooper. So, and David, and I, I'm okay out. with it. David, and I got it. Out. Feet Amari. Amari Cooper on the season is the number eight wide receiver in PPR. I know, and nobody number talks about it. Eight, and nobody's talking about him. He has had mm-hmm. one, two, three, four games with 12, 12 targets. He's had one game with 11 targets, and he's had one game with 10 targets. That's the stack, guys. Go get yeah. – do that stack, and then, you know, and then you can fill out the rest of your lineup. And and I, I think that's a sneaky play for DFS players. Yes. Okay, Nick, we're going to come back hot after, but Brandon, give me your second flex play. On the week, baby. We're going to talk about this guy, David Montgomery of Ooh. the Bears. I think he is going to be – He's going to be leaned on a little bit more than usual. Justin Fields coming back from this AC uh, separation that he had. Uh, you know, I've had this. I've had that exact exact injury. Okay, it takes about six to seven weeks to feel normal after that kind of injury. He is going to be feeling it this week, still playing with it, unless he gets the he probably will get the shot, but he will be feeling it. It will be in his head. 
And the coaches would be stupid to run them the same way they were doing it prior to this injury. So I feel like they're going to give David Montgomery everything he can handle this week. And yeah. honestly, Green Bay's not that they're not that great of a team right now. Like they no. really aren't. You can make plays against them. And David Montgomery, he's got no competition for touches right now. None. Absolutely zero. So he is going to get every bit of the work and he's going to get in the box. Even if it's low efficiency, he's going to get in the box for you this week. I got nothing else to add uh, other than the fact that it's the 24th best matchup tool. When you look at just our projections in DK, which is full PPR with the bonuses, it's 15.24 points. When you look at DK, which is half point PPR, it's 13.28. I like Dave Montgomery this week, man. It's like it's it's great. And to your point, I mean, his only competition in the running game is Justin Fields, but they're not going to no run intrigue. him. I'm telling yeah, no you, no injury. Does, yeah, they're going to pull him back a little bit. So this could mm-hmm. be a bit of a trap game for Justin Fields. This mm-hmm. is funny. I've got a league where I've got Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson as my two starting quarterbacks, and I, oh. I need a win this week to make the playoffs. Go or, Jackson! I think yeah, I think I got to win win out. So no, I've got both. It's a super flex. I'm oh, playing no flex. single quarterbacks. Please come on now, Brandon. I, come on, bro. Dude, I, I, I'm I know. just saying, it's I, like, I got it. It's killer, man. It's it's. I can I can end up with like seventy points combined between these two quarterbacks, or can end up with like twenty five. It's true. It's true. It's be painful. I love it. It's true. Okay, we got, we got Nick, Nick coming in with with a uh, a question here. It's start to non PPR. Nick, go to your league and baby. God, I hate yeah. in the off season. Ask for a half PPR type. It's league. a good. Like, like, that's a good compromise. Push it. It's a good compromise. Some of these old. Dinosaurs, maybe, maybe you're the dinosaur, Nick. Maybe you are. <laughs> I'm insulting these people who are yeah. doing this in time. I know, man. This is we, we appreciate you, Nick. Um, but it's start two non PPR. You got Damian Pierce, Alvin Kamara going up against the Bucks, who the Bucks have not been good against the run this season. But again, it's a non PPR. Jimmy Kamara um, and Cordero Patterson. So who you got? Two. I like. Uh, God dang it, uh, Kamara is 100 in. Um, he's, he's going to, he's going to actually catch fire at towards the end of this year here. And then, uh, I like Pierce a lot, but he's been underwhelming. Patterson has a great matchup against the Steelers. Steelers can't stop anything. Um, Patterson's at home. So I'm going Patterson. So I I agree with you on Patterson. To me, it's really, (laughs) Alvin Kamara has been so underwhelming in standard leagues because without the passing, he's number 24 running back on the season. And to me, that's just, he's missed some games. I get it. But the saints in general have been so underwhelming. Whereas Patterson's number 29. Ah, man. They're all about the same. They're all about the same, man. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I I think I'm going to go Pearson Kamara. I'm going to go Pearson Kamara on this one. So uh, we both agree with Kamara. The talent's just there. Yeah. You got to do it. It's, it's a Monday nighter, I believe, right? That game? I don't Just know. Checking. Yeah, yeah, it's a Monday nighter going up against that. They're in Tampa, the 40-point over-under. I mean, you got you to gotta play Kamar because of the – just the stud factor there. But – Pierce, I, I get Pierce, it. Yeah. I think I'm starting Pierce over Patterson, man. He's – it's just – it's such a good matchup. And the way that you're going to beat Cleveland's on the ground, just like the way that, and he, that you're going to And he gets all the work. He gets all the work. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. I get it. So, a little bit of disagreement there. Start Kamara. I'm leaning Pierce. Brandon's leaning Patterson. We'll have to defer to you on that tiebreaker, brother. Okay, I'm gonna before we get to some of these other questions here, because damn, we're coming. It's coming in hot, baby. I love it. Well, you can tell. You can tell it's do or die season, Brandon. We start getting all these start say questions, right? But yeah, I got to talk about one of my favorite plays on this week. 
And guess what? It's a Philadelphia Eagle going yes. up against Tennessee, and his name is not A.J. Brown. I Good love call. Devonta Smith this week going up against Tennessee. I think it's, it's a, that whole it's, – it's the magic trick, right? If you look over here when I'm actually doing something over here, and all the attention, all the media attention is going to go on A.J. Brown and even Traylon Burks, right? Because that narrative, can Traylon Burks replace A.J. Brown in, in terms of production? The identity of the Philadelphia Eagles this season and last season is a running game. I get it. That That's the thing. But Devonta Smith, man, coming in hot. Yeah. He's got the third best matchup right now in terms of the passing. Um I love the fact that his season, like he still has a really solid target share. He's got a 26% target share on the season. It's great. And listen, everybody's shooting on the Eagles for not passing the game. They're 18th in the league, which is they're essentially a middling average team with 28 pass attempts per game. And the thing I like about Devonta Smith is that he's had these spike weeks where he's gotten a 36% target share. He's gotten close to double digit targets in certain games. I, I believe that this is going to be a way that they beat the Titans because the Titans have a, a very, very stout offensive line. If they yeah. want to run the ball, they're just going to be pounding into that offensive line. How are you going to move the ball? It's going to be these five, six-yard targets. You can see my kid in the background there. <laughs> um, <laughs> these five, six-yard targets going out to Devonta Smith, and then they're going to let him do something with his wiggle, baby. Devonta Smith is a super athletic player. I love him this week. I think he's going to be very, very sneaky. And if you have him, I'm rocking him in my flex. I love it. I actually think that's so good, man. Uh, every, it's like sleight of hand magic trick, right? Like, yeah, everybody's that's what I was trying to every, say. The sleight of hand, baby. Every, every, everybody is going to be thinking AJ Brown, AJ Brown, AJ Brown, and it, it, that it makes so much sense to go the opposite side. And AJ Brown is a team guy, and I could totally see him just saying, "Just, just let me just take all the coverage, and they're going to explode on the other other side of the formation." I think you're correct on that thinking. Um, even though I think AJ Brown will still get in the, get in the box. He'll still have a good game. Um, I, I, that will be fine, but I think Devonte Smith is just going to have one of those games where he's going to explode for sure. I think you're all over it. Love it. All right, brother. Let's hammer some of these, some of these start questions for the people. Cause we're, we're mad at the people. we got Jeff coming in here. He's got flex one. Are you ready to make your money for the morning? Brendan? Yeah. Josh Palmer. No, I'm not playing Josh Palmer. George Pickens. Definitely consideration. Cordero Patterson. Pickens. Or Rashad White. I think, man. It's Pickens. Okay, so you going That's Pickens, where I'm going. Right? I'm going Pickens. Leonard, Leonard's back. He's going yeah. to take that work back. Paul, Patterson's still sharing a little bit with Tyler Algier. My boy, Tyler yeah. Algier. Nobody to have faith in. He's still running the rock. <laughs> I like well. Algier. Um, Josh Palmer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's okay. But Pickens, the return of the dog, I'm telling you, he is going to go berserk in Georgia. Oh, yeah. He's going to go you know, and he's gonna go berserk. Um, Austin Eckler had 15 targets last week, dude. <laughs> 15 targets. Keenan Allen, he's back. He's healthy. Obviously, Mike Williams is not, so that's why Palmer's even in conversation. But, no, I think for, for me, it's probably between George Pickens and Cordell Patterson, assuming it's a full PPR. But I think with Pickens, man, Patterson, as the season goes on, isn't quite as electric as he was at the start of the season. He's old, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, he's 30-something. Like <laughs> yeah, I think he's 33, 32. Uh, yeah, George he's Pickens older. He's going to explode this week, so he, he can't go yeah. wrong with that man. Um, okay, yeah. we got a Manster 23. Pick one. Swift, 
I'm assuming that's Latavius Murray. Yeah. Jonathan Bam Knight. Right now, I'm going Swift. Yeah, I think with this with this group here, because we chose Swift over over Bam Knight earlier in the start suit question. Yep. And the fact that he, that he does not have an injury designation, we know it's a huge over under. Mm-hmm. You know, football, you assume that you're going to throw the ball a ton going up against Jacksonville, which just means it's going to be one of these games where DeAndre Swift is going to get six receptions, 75 yards. And if he gets in the touchdown, if he gets a box, I totally messed mess that one up. But if he gets in a box, Brandon, he's going to have a 23, yeah. 24 point monster, and you're going to kick yourself for, for sitting him. So, this guy, out of this group, yeah. You can't sit a guy that has his potential, man. Like, especially when he's got no injury designation. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, I I love I love that the coach up in Detroit, but man, he pisses me off with how he uses his backs. Like, yeah. he really like. There's no reason to use Jamal Williams as much as as what they're doing. Even I get like he's a leader. He's in the scoring, locker dude. I got they're you, but like it's 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 because he has the opportunity. Like true, like he's true. getting true. so much more opportunity than he deserves to be on it for that. His talent is telling me he deserves. Like it's yeah. just when you got a guy like Swift that is that explosive, that good, that you know talented. It's just I don't know. There's something going it. on behind the scenes where they have something going on with Swift where they're trying to get him to be like even when you in Hard Knocks and when you were watching Hard Knocks, they were trying to. Like they're like trying to tell like get Swift to believe you are one of the best players on the field, dude. Like you need to understand that, man. And mm. it just feels like they don't have like maybe Swift doesn't believe in himself like that. Like I don't know. Like something's going on. You know what I think it is? I mean, like we could overanalyze this like like till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I just said that expression. You're Canadian. But really what it comes <laughs> yes, I am. But really what it comes down to, I think, very simply, is a lot of what Jamal Williams is getting is these goal line carries where they're like two to three yards out, right? Exactly. And the problem is, is that DeAndre Swift, Brandon, unfortunately, hasn't been able to stay healthy. He just hasn't yeah. been able to stay healthy. Whereas Jamal Williams, he's a freaking tank, man. And yeah. he's scoring. So would you rather risk injuring, getting a foot stepped on, in these like these, these really, really tight box type situations where you know it's it's their goal line defense versus our goal line offense, it's going to be just a bunch of freaking bodies flying, and that's how injuries happen. Mm-hmm. Give it to Jamal, who's continuing to prove that he can score on those two yard runs. He can't. Jamal's not going to really break off these like 20, 30 yard runs like nope. like DeAndre Swift can, but he can get two yards when he needs to get two yards, and he's going to get yep. the touchdown. He's so, a grinder, man. Like he's a grind. He's a coach's fave. He's a coach's guy, yeah. man. He loves yeah, yeah. that. They all love okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we got to we got to answer a, a GPP question in, in draft Here we go. right now. Now, our mother station, the DFS uh, Army station, is the they're the pros. But we got Nick Chubb, who has who's the most expensive or one of the most expensive running backs on the slate, and Josh Palmer, which I don't trust Josh Palmer or Amonra St. Brown and Kirk. So you get that stack, man. I feel like Nick Chubb's probably going to be pretty high owned, but at the same time. Amara St. Brown and Christian Kirk are also, also going to be quite – you know, let, let's actually check some of these. Look it up. But, I bet you got the numbers. Yeah, I got the ownerships here. I just got to find them. So, uh, yeah. GPP. Yeah, I'm just scrolling down here. I got to find this matchup. Okay, so Josh Palmer, he has an ownership projection of – dude, this is fantastic. Uh, he's going to be – yeah, he's going to be somewhat low-owned. He's going to be 3% owned on DraftKings, he's got a projection of 12 points five points that's actually not a bad 
uh, projection. You scroll up and we check out the, the um, Nick Chubb. Oof. He's going to be He's 9% chalk. owned. He's going to be pretty shocking. He's got a 17-point projection on DK. Um, and then Amon Ross St. Brown. Let's go. we got to find this game here. This is See, this is a game that I want to attack, man. I really want I to love attack that game. that game. But, okay, so Amon Ross St. Brown, he's got a... Oh, man. Yeah, he's got a projected ownership of 22%. So he's going to be super-ass jockey. And Christian Kirk has a projected ownership of uh 17%. So I mean yeah. you're going it's just pure chalk. Listen, honestly, in GPPs, if it's me and full PPR, I love the idea of stacking Elman or St. Brown and Christian Kirk. Um yeah. because I just feel like Josh Palmer's not gonna pay back. And and Nick Chubb, like Nick Chubb will get you 25 points, but Josh Palmer's gonna get to seven, eight. Yeah. Because I don't trust Josh Palmer. So for if it's my team and I'm building a lineup, probably both those guys I understand all well, three out of the four players here are super, super chalky. Yeah. So if you if you want to beat, you know, fifty thousand of your closest friends, it's going to be really hard. You're going to have to differentiate elsewhere. I'm not saying. Don't yeah, do that's it. A, that's what I'm saying. Is like you can play, you could do the Almond Ross St. Brown Kirk stack, but you got to just change, do something diff- very different, very different. Yeah, absolutely. On the other part of the lineup. Okay. All right, let's 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 move on here. We got a question from Mark talking about defenses, Bucks defense or the Eagles defense this week. I think. Listen, Tennessee, they're going to be Tennessee doesn't turn the ball over a ton, um, whereas we know we know that the Red Rifle likes to throw interceptions a lot. I kind of like the Bucks defense on Monday night here. What about you? It's yeah, hundred percent agree with you, dude. Andy Dalton blows, man. Like he, like he's yeah. good for at least two turnovers, man. So yeah, yeah go absolutely. Bucks. <laughs> Go Bucks. Okay, so this is a tough one because we've got Gerald Everett, who actually has a pretty solid matchup this week, mm-hmm. or Juwan Johnson. Again, Juwan Johnson got a big old zero last week because guess what? I was touting Juwan Johnson, and guess what? Same thing with Knox. Week, brother. Yeah, I said, oh, God. Listen, Knox got hurt, so that kind of – I love, I, love, I, love I love how Trash Man always asks us for our opinion, and he uses our opinion, and then he gets he mad when shit goes good. wrong. Yeah. But he – like take responsibility of your lineups, man. Like yeah, yeah, I can't absolutely. stand that. Like it bothers um, me. Here's the thing, though. Like I trust Gerald Everett a little bit more than I trust Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson's yeah. been a stud, but then clearly he can get phased completely out of the game. So mm-hmm. I'm probably in Gerald Everett here. Uh, he has a pretty solid matchup, and again, Mike Williams is out. Um, no, Mike Williams. Is- I can't. What is uh, what, what's his injury? What is his injury? Is it an ankle? Mm-hmm. What is it? I forgot. I've he's been out so long. I forgot. It's, it was a high ankle sprain. It was a high God ankle sprain. damn, dude. That must have been know. a really bad – that shit must have been really bad. Well, <laughs> historically, high ankle sprains are bad. They are. It takes about six very, very weeks, bad. six, seven weeks, you know, yeah. like for a high ankle. Like it's four, what it takes. Four is kind of that 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 common one. But then mm-hmm. again, Mike Williams is a little bit older, so it can take longer. Um, Gerald Everett, I just like the fact that he's got the 25th best matchup on the week this yeah, week. So it's Everett, a pretty good matchup. I'll go that. I go with Everett. He's projected nine PPR points. Whereas if I scroll down to Tampa Bay, Juwan Johnson's projected for six. So, and it's also a good matchup, but I, I'm going Everett here. Okay, brother, give me your third go. and final flex plan of the week. What, then we'll answer the rest of these questions. Then we're going to get the hell out of here. The man, the myth, the legend, Mike Dickinson was touting, touting this guy before anybody, um, before the season, before the draft. He was touting this guy named Isaiah Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco has been t- 
turning it on the last three weeks. He's been getting volume. The last three weeks, he's gotten 16, 15, 22 carries. And that is that's good workload in a Casey offense that's always going to be scoring. Um, they're going against Cincy. It's going to be a high-scoring game. He's going to get opportunities in the red zone. He's going to be the goal line back. Um, I, I like I like Isaiah Pacheco. I think he could get in the box this week. And he's just getting the workload. I, I follow the workload. The trend is that he's getting it. So let's 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 ride this train until it falls apart. You know, like and that's pretty much until Mevin Gordon comes until he gets activated yeah. off the practice squad. Isaiah Pacheco is going to get all the red zone looks. So that is somebody I am going to be plugging in wherever I got him in a flex spot and being very happy about it because 22 carries is a lot in that offense, man. And so give me, give me all the Pacheco you can. You know, it's funny. Like in previous seasons is you want that workhorse. You want that workhorse. You want that workhorse in Kansas mm-hmm. city. And the risk has always been that Pacheco, I think he has what, like three targets on the freaking season. Like he hasn't I know. received a ton of targets. It's all been Jared McKinnon, but it's a good matchup. Uh, it's a decent over under. Yep. I mean, I think they're going to have, I think yeah. the, I think the game script is going to be good enough to where Pacheco is not going to get phased out of the game at all. Um, so like there's nobody else really. I mean, McKinnon's okay, but he, he's not getting a bunch of rushes. No. Um, he's just no, getting he's some like- third down work. So I, I'm good with Pacheco. I think that's a good play. Uh, yeah. On the other side of the ball, if if you have Jamar Chase, you're starting him, right? Assuming he plays. Dude, if Jamar Chase is playing, <laughs> they are going to use him like normal. They are yeah. not going to activate this guy unless he's right. And and if you, if you listen to Jamar Chase and pressers about how he feels, he's like, I'm going to be just fine. I'm going to perform. Nobody can stop me. That's that's all this guy keeps saying. Like, just just listen to the dude. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't buy that they're going to play him because they held him out last week when he was close. I don't buy exactly. the fact that he's going to be a decoy this week. I think that they were smart. No. They, the Cincinnati Bengals. It's been a bit of an up and down tumultuous season for them, but they still have playoff ambitions and they can still They've win been that good. division. They've been pretty decent. I mean, they Joe Burrow has been Joe Burrow has been, been playing stud. so yeah. good. No, he's been studly. No, you're yeah. right. You're right. He's been a stud. I love but I'm Joe just Burrow. saying, like. They have playoff ambitions. They want to go far into playoffs. They were they're not going to play Jamar Chase if there's a risk of him re-injuring. They held him mm. up last week, which I'm glad they did. Hated it for my fantasy team, but glad they did for football and for the rest of the season. Um, I think okay, let's Bengals win. Ooh, I like that hot take, baby. I, I like Bengals win. Take. Okay, so David and Joku's out. We know this. Bad. I'm not going to say the other one, but uh, Bap. Yes. Okay. Um, would you chart? Uh, Dulcich, Greg Dulcich, Harrison Bryant, or Ty Conklin. To me, it's really a question between Dulcich and Conklin, and I'm I'm rolling Dulcich, baby. He's been studly, despite the fact that yeah. the Denver Broncos suck ass. I like Greg Dulcich. Is just he's got the yeah. He had he had him. a t- he had a touchdown callback last week again too. He's it's yeah. he's had a touchdown callback every single game. Yeah, like literally so in the end zone. And I like – if you listen to the Flex show – or excuse me, on the, to the waiver Wire show on Monday night, it's like I talked Ty Conklin up as like, hey, if you need to stream a guy this week, Ty Conklin's your guy. Um, yeah. We saw it. He's getting uh, he's getting more usage. For whatever reason, Zach Wilson didn't like Ty Conklin. We saw – like Flacco was great for, for him because uh, Flacco's yeah. always liked the tight end. But Mike White, he's okay. But for me, it's, it's Dulcich is the answer here. And let's go one okay. more before I'll give you my Flex play. Are you playing – Dacky, old Dak Prescott on the Monday yes. night thriller. 
Are we playing Justin Fields? And I think we Dak. talked about this. Yeah, I, I'm going Dak. Dak looks yeah. so good right now. And you know what? I love the fact that Tony Pollard, he looks good. He's healthy. Catches the ball. Oh, Best points for Dak. Ezekiel Elliott seems to be healthier. The offense is marching. That's good for Dak in general when the offense is healthy. Michael Gallup, who missed a good part of the se- start of the season because of the ACL. He's starting to come He's on. Now a month back, he looks good. Last week, he kind of came out on Thanksgiving. And my boy, oh, Lord, 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 people have not been talking enough about CeeDee Lamb and how good he is. He's a 31% yeah, target share on the season. Last week, Brandon, yeah. 37.93% of the target share, Mr. CeeDee yeah. Lamb. So just the fact Remember, that he has so many studs, he's healthy. Like, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? Remember remember that bet that Clipboard Jesus and I had that he was telling me Michael Gallup, when healthy, is going to be the wide receiver one for the Dallas Cowboys? And I told Stop him he's it. absolutely insane. And CD Lamb is a dog. He's there's a reason why everybody was touting him. He looks so much better this year than he did last year. Like he he looks like he's like he put his man put strength on. Like yeah. like he put some weight on. He looks unstoppable when he has the when the ball on his hands. Man, he's he's a he's a fun guy to watch. I like him yeah. a lot. One of the we were we were saying he's young DeAndre Hopkins, and that's what his he really is. is. He's just, but he's faster. He's faster. I, I dare I say he he could have a better career than DeAndre Hopkins. Now, that's tough to say because yes, Hopkins never had a quarterback, whereas Lamb yes. does have a quarterback. But hey, hey, I, hey, I hey, Kyler, Kyler, Kyler's okay now. He does. Yeah, now now he does. But I'm saying forever he didn't. Forever he didn't. Um, yeah, I'm gonna Dak here too. And and the reason for this is because Green Bay, for whatever reason, has their number on Chicago. And and Brandon and I both agree that. The Chicago Bears would be smart. Now, rational coaching isn't always a thing. Rational. Okay. Be rational. If they're rational and if they're smart, they're not going to push their young ascending quarterback to rush as much as he's been all season, especially when it's mm-hmm. a shoulder injury. And yes. that's really easy to re-injure if you drop your shoulder and initiate contact. So I like Dak Prescott going up against. See, I'm telling you, those AC those AC separations suck. They are not a fun. Oh, no. Dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm four years after mine, and my shoulder still is grimy and cracking really? and popping all the time. I mean, it, you're, old just, as, you're old as ass, dude, just like me. It's brother. just what we, it is, man. Like, old. that injury fucks you, man. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I so bad. It. I can see that. Um, okay, I got one last flex play on the week, and then we'll talk about our honorable mentions. We're at 50 minutes. We, we've been have we've had a lot of engagement today, so thank you so much Good. for everybody who's I'm been happy. It's That's been great. A lot of fun. This is what we're here. We like yeah. talking football, but my favorite my favorite part of doing these shows, Brandon, and I think you'd agree, is just interacting with the people. That's yeah. why we do it. It's, it's, it's just fun. We love getting you on. So uh, we're going to be here for the rest of the season helping you out as we make playoff runs. But mm-hmm. my final play there of the go. week, going up against Cleveland, because I think Houston is going to give them a bit more of a run for their money than you might initially think. I like Nico Collins this week going up against Cleveland. That's a good call. I'm actually surprised, like we said, this game hasn't been discussed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All the attention, Brandon, is going to be on the run game. You got to start Damian Pierce because Cleveland sucks against a run. You got to start Nick Chubb because they suck against a run. Brandon Cooks is out. He's been ruled out. So it's going to be Nico Collins, who is starting to ascend. Last three weeks, Brandon, his targets 10 targets, seven targets, nine targets. The only problem is he's only gotten to the box once in the last mm. three weeks, and he hasn't eclipsed more than 50 yards. So mm. That could be a risk. So this is what deeper flex play. 
Mm-hmm. But I like Nico Collins this week. If you're saying, say you're looking at a 12 person league and it start two flexes as that second flex, or even, you know, a more competitive league. I like Nico Collins. I think you can actually trust him this week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be a breakout game for this kid, man. I dude, I've been a Nico Collins fan forever. Like I've, I've, I've liked it. I liked him coming out of college. I think you're right. I just, I can't wait for Houston to actually get a quarterback in the draft next yeah. year and actually ignite this offense around Damian Pierce. Um, Damian Pierce is an absolute dog. I love watching him. He's one of my favorite players. I yeah. trade him out. I traded him when he was super hot, which I'm super excited. I did that. <laughs> I got a question um, for you. Dynasty. Dynasty. Okay. Sure. Do you like Damian Pierce or Rashad White for the next two years in Dynasty? Mm. I was, it's closer though, right? Because start of the season, it was looking like definitively Damian Pierce. Last few weeks, Rashad White's starting to come on. He's learning the game. Rashad White's older. I think he's twenty three, maybe twenty four by the end of the season. I'm going Pierce, but it, but honestly, the way the NFL is these days, they're going to draft somebody else to help him out because yeah. the, the beating yeah. this guy is take. This guy breaks more tackles than anybody in the league, yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna affect him. So. Mm-hmm. That's probably why he doesn't have as much juice in those legs right now as he did earlier in the season. Cause just the, taking those many, taking those hits, man, it, it's, it's, it's hard. So don't freak out if they take somebody to help them out. So just don't freak out about it. People will freak go. out when that happens. People always freak out. People yeah, always people freak out. will freak out. Okay. Uh, let's hammer out some of these just notables. Listen, okay. So Donovan Knight, <laughs> I think he's a, a fine DFS play because of the price, but Donovan Knight just, He's a flex play this week. He's not a locked and loaded starter because the, the, the matchup is challenging, but I like him this week. Some tight end streamers, plug your nose real quick here, Brandon. I like Logan Thomas. <clears throat> He's going up against the Giants. It's the 27th best matchup. Evan Ingram going up against the Jags. 28th best matchup. Tyler Higby, if you're brave, against Seattle, it's the 30th best matchup. And, of course, yeah. you know, Walford's starting, so that is, is worrisome. And Conklin's got a revenge game, too. He's playing his old team. Yeah, Ty Conklin's got the revenge game. Uh, Brian Robinson. You talked about him. There we go. Players. You, he's yeah. definitely, if you have him, you got to start him. Antonio Gibson's dealing with the foot issue, which is a bit of a, an issue, a worry. Yeah, it's um, an issue. And listen, this is it, man. Like, just go and have some fun. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at DFS Army. Hit me up at Flex Network One. Brandon, still, you know, still in Twitter jail. but Still maybe banned. Be back Dude, I'll, I'll have to make another account or something. Like, yeah, exactly. it's just what I'm going to have to do. It's, yeah, it's fine. So it's fine. It I'll is. have to, I'll have to calm down a little <laughs> bit on Twitter and just, chill. You know. just, just, it's just for fun, man. It's just for fun. Dude. It's Elon Musk is like hysterical on Twitter right now. Like yeah. he, he cracks me up a lot when I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching him talk about it. Like he is just, he's pissing people off. It's, it's pretty great. He, he's not afraid of nobody. No. Uh, DFS army, DFS army.com. There's some links down below for slash, forward slash try mm-hmm. i like the idea that most of our followers are still in the playoff contention but the reality of fantasy football Damn right some of you might not be okay that's why the dfs game is here we're here printing money i say that we've had multiple multiple million dollar winners in the million maker week one this week we took down the million maker last week we had a number two finish hundred thousand dollars they won so we have people that are cashing real real money and the thing is is that like for people who just dabble like i just dabble in dfs what i like to do is i like to listen to just some of the strategy contest selection mm-hmm. that's how you're going to really make money right and, and build up done. that bankroll so that you can put multiple because listen 
that Millie Maker, it's you you need to put multiple lineups to have a shot at it, right? Otherwise, it's just a scratch off lottery ticket. But if there's a real process, you're gonna build that bankroll up first, and you do that by contest selection, smaller contests. And that's what we're here for, man. DFSarmy.com. Check it out. My one, my one big big rule how I play DFS is I would rather pay more in my entry fee and play against less people. Yeah. Those 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 $50 500-person tournaments are like the sweet spot, man. Because yeah. you could beat those guys and then you, it's like just you got to build your bankroll up, but once you get to a certain stage and you're entering those $50, $25 games, that's where the sweet spot is to win these things and make decent. Yeah. I actually uh I actually took down a contest last week. It was only 100 people and I only won like 25 bucks. It was a yeah. dollar entry, but hey man, I still finished first. If you ain't first, you're last, brother. I know. All right. Hey, okay, dfsarmy.com. Good luck in week 13, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get out of here, Brandon. Sheesh. Yeah. Big time. No one that. No. Diamonds in my teeth. I got a